listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Different color my passport. Instagram my stack load. Hashtag my day where your girl drank my daycare and I'm born rich. Life ain't fair. Silver spoon coon ho. Ain't nobody sicker than my frisker vroom vroom ho. Ain't nobody. Fiskers don't make noise when they start up. Just so you know. Top of the holy totem. Rich rich forever a million was not the quote on my dad I don't have to motor after half the moment and did it with no diploma yeah off got no rules tripping off them toasters got more green than my whole foods and i'm too fly jeff goldblum got a glass house in the palisades the uh, aka hey. white hood white hood okay oh, kk hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and Karen. we're in the house on a monday monday night football that we missing yes but uh we still here y'all still standing still strong because we love y'all mm-hmm that's right uh of course you can find this show the blackout tips on itunes and stitcher to search for the blackout tips will come up leave us five star reviews we'll read them on the show if you guys uh you know are inclined to do so uh and you're nice if you leave us a five star review but tell us we suck i don't want to hear that shit mm-hmm. um the official weapon of the show is the taser <coughs> an official sport unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is sadly day 278 of bobby smarter's incarceration uh-huh. free the political prisoner bobby smarter okay guys uh we have to we need to unite as a people guys all right all right we have a lot to talk about all kinds of stuff was happening today karen okay i know i probably missed some stuff i did too i was you know we had no internet for a little bit shout out to um you know <laughs> shout out to att um, yeah and they're gonna have their asses here tomorrow yep we will be hanging out with them tomorrow getting this shit fixed uh you know let's start with something we haven't done in a while um not not for lack of want but just you know haven't had the opportunity to necessarily do it but uh let's talk about some gay news Right, we got some gay news going um first of all shep shepherd smith you guys might know as uh fox news uh um uh corresponding i guess is the best word for him um he raised the question that um kim davis uh he was kind of curious as to why people were uh were on her side because she's a hypocrite yes and he called her a puke what the hell is said, that what a puke you know puke like throw up oh okay mm-hmm yep i thought i was gonna have to turn to the urban dictionary on this white man i was like what the hell is that they set this up as a religious play again he said this is the same crowd that says we don't want sharia law don't let them tell us what to do keep their religion out of our lives and our government smith said he added to that the supreme court has ruled that you can't let one group of people do something that another group isn't allowed to do this is not under uh, this is not unprecedented they did it when they said black and white people couldn't marry he said concluding that haters are gonna hate this prompted an angry backlash from the right the right scoop called smith a puke what a puke 
christians simply want for the government to stay out of our christian beliefs instead of imprisoning us when our beliefs go against the invented rights of the lawless supreme court and when he calls us hypocrites for not wanting muslim theocracy in our country suggesting we want to push our christian values on the government does he know anything about how this country was founded has he ever read the constitution of the declaration of independence what an idiot so so i love how the father founding fathers are so great and grand but the constitution uh, is a large part trying to get religion away from right that's because the a lot of them feed their countries because they, of religious persecution right they know how it is when religion gets into your laws and the whole purpose of them going across the ocean was to run away from the government that was like our religion and laws are mixed together we ain't separating shit yeah why isn't our constitution just the ten commandments then if it's that fucking close to religion you know what i mean that's the truth um so anyway he got called a little puke what a puke for bringing that up an uber driver decided that he needed to call the police after a pair of gay men were kissing in the back of his car mm-hmm. what did they kiss him un unwantingly what's happening here they kissed each other karen and we all know that that is a sin before the lord and it invalidates anything any agreement with uber oh. um they oh, were just is that part of the contract that, that you can't kiss mm-hmm. if you gay if you gay oh, i mean well okay. probably if you gay man i mean if two women start kissing he probably it wouldn't have been a problem okay. uh sam simmons 36 and his friend santiago figueroa were just 1.14 miles into their taxi ride when the uber driver turned around and yelled man should not kiss man <laughs> the taxi driver then allegedly pulled over and ordered them out of the car but when they refused to leave he called the police right because they paid for the service you guys knock all that funny business out in the back seat or i will turn this car around you hear me sam a hairdresser uh so you know he's gay he just kept yelling he said he just kept yelling at us and ordered us to sit on opposite sides of the back seat it was not like we were ripping each other's clothes off we literally just gave each other a peck on the lips sam and santiago 20 have been on a night out at the queen's head pub in chelsea when they ordered the taxi to take them to greenwich they had sat in on the back seat looking at pictures together on the phone when santiago put his arm around sam and kissed him when the police arrived sam and the driver sam said the driver was making kissing noises and pointing at them right like an ape uh officers managed to defuse the situation and ordered the men a new taxi sam who was originally from australia said santiago was really upset but i have snapped him out of it for now uh i have never come across this before in london but santiago says he has the driver said we were distracting him but it was not like we were all over each other it was a peck we could have been brothers for all he knew right a spokesman from uber told metro's uh uk as a company we do not tolerate any form of discrimination whatsoever and we've been in contact with this rider to offer our support uber provides itself on providing the highest quality safest and most convenient service so we take any incident where we fall short uh very seriously in any in any incident such as this we suspend the driver and question while we investigate we know what's funny about this is their whole thing is like we don't have employees 
that's why we don't have to pay all these like wages and taxes and insurance and shit but then it's like you have employees yeah you kind of do yeah you do and that's honestly that's what a lot of the taxi people like the people who run like yellow taxis are like hey they need to be to the same standards that we are Mm-hmm. because they basically got employees you know you you don't have the cost because you don't have to you know quote unquote get, form their car into a yellow taxi mm-hmm. but you know it still matters yep uh let's do some more gay news Fag Doritos. Oh. Conservatives react to LGBT-inspired rainbow-colored chips for charity with boycott threats. Oh, the Doritos? I know Frito-Lay didn't call them Fag Doritos. No, of course not. Oh, I'm about to say. I'm assuming the critics of the <laughs> I don't think they put that on the bag, Karen. Right. I was about to say, if that's on the bag, I can understand why people are mad. Yeah, it doesn't sound like some good advertising. I think they would have run that through the PR department. <laughs> I hope so, and I hope somebody had enough say. I don't know. It's some dumb shit to get out sometimes that quote unquote people are supposed to be unread, so I don't know. Frito Lay announced today that they are creating Dorito Rainbows that will be shipped out to people who donate at least ten dollars to Dan Savage's It Gets Better project through this website. The It Gets Better project is dedicated to working with teens who are bullied, letting them know that there is a network of people in the world who will support them and love them and defend them based on the ple- upon the pledge. Everyone deserves to be respected for who they are. I pledge to spread this message to my friends, family, and neighbors. I'll speak up against hate and intolerance whenever I see it at school and at work. I'll provide hope for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and other bully teens by letting them know that it gets better. Sounds like a nice thing, right? Of course, you know that that some people don't agree. So let's look at some tweets. Uh, This one woman, Barbara P.A., says, Now at Frito-Lay is catering to the gay people. Two com um, two commas. It should have just been one comma, I, but two commas. Question. So then, so um, they never catered to them in the past with the other products. <coughs> well, we all so know. If I was gay and I already liked Doritos, those are straight Doritos. Those are straight Doritos. Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the flaming hot Doritos one? They're not. They're not aimed towards the gays. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't that kind of flaming. Yeah. It was it was a different type of flaming hot Karen. Oh my bad, my, you know I'm yeah. you know I mean it's in the name you know I I don't have. I mean the package. I don't know why the package had hey on the front, but yeah with that with that tiger with his glasses on. Yeah, it was uh, it was Frito Lay <laughs> potato chips, but yeah. those are fine. Those are fine. <laughs> uh now at frito lay is catering to the gay people they have rainbow colored doritos how stupid how fucking stupid gay people need to get the fuck up wait to gtfu what is gtf grow the fuck up need uh, get, gay people need to grow the, the fuck, fuck up. out of here no 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 yeah it's gotta be grow the fuck up right oh what they, what what they grow like all gay people just are immature stop can you all just really mature out of the gayness please get I that mean, dick out of your mouth and uh, grow up sir are you quit licking that clit woman are you guys sucking pussies again ah so so immature right quit scissoring and get some real scissors we all grew out of that 
are all the gay fruit loops going to run out and buy fag doritos now hashtag frito-lay has sucked up to the gays i like fruit loops and i like i shit i i like i like the colors give me liberty says time to boycott at doritos for their rainbow chips uh police doritos wait oh police doritos is like appropriating gay people to diss gay people (laughs) he really spelled it police oh police doritos are you going to make black ones next in support of isis wait what (laughs) people are fucking insane uh all of us christians pro family please boycott doritos another pro fag anti-family anti-christian or all caps of course you boycott chick-fil-a i boycott doritos that's that my dear is hashtag equality and hashtag karma god i hate people like that look i know it's not all christians so i'm doing my best to just not say that because i do understand it's not all and i i don't even i don't even think it's the majority it's definitely not the majority of people i know that are christian me either but god damn man when i see stuff like that i'm like what the f- how is that equality it's not it's oh. not because a lot a lot of we talked about before a lot of people use religion to hide behind their bigotist their their homos um homo uh, phobia phobia yes and hide behind their other isms that they <coughs> have in their lives they but they put the bible in front of it and then justify it yeah i just oh it just it pisses me off so bad you know because it's just like in your mind it's just like the whole kim davis thing it's like in your mind you really think this is the same like oh my god i'm so oppressed people want to actually you know uh have freedoms and shit and you know people want to support somebody not being bullied oh my god this oppression is killing me yeah they they killing me with that and uh what makes you think frito lay don't have anybody gay working for them right of course they do right of course they would uh how do i punch doritos in the face they could could they pander the gays any harder uh i would i won't be buying doritos ever again let me see if the slightly over one percent gay folks can keep it business gays like doritos what are gay people not supposed to like doritos <laughs> I, t- I told you or people that, that, or like it or is it that if you like doritos you can't possibly like them and like gay people right no no and the goddamn chips people maybe i'm the one missing the whole point they are motherfucking put chips you do realize cool ranch as a flavoring was originally created to toss salads ah that that is that is a that is a fact <laughs> and they just add them all some chips and it was like ooh, we can toss salad and not the salad with this green north carolina our home state i mean if you're in this section it's never good right a north carolina ah. <laughs> right <laughs> no a north carolina bar faces public backlash after kicking out a gay couple for kissing it's mm. on public affection riley freeman must work there ew them niggas gay <laughs> yeah he does another bar is facing backlash after the owner allegedly kicked out a gay couple for kissing according to wral dustin baker and andrew darris were visiting louis sports pub in fayetteville north carolina ah oh. i know right <laughs> uh, come on near fort bragg 
Ah, uh, yeah, of course, of course, right off the mark, I'm sure. Uh, you know it was right off the mark. Like get y'all gay ass out of here with all that kissing during football. A gay couple says they right, were... but but those prostitutes we see uh click clacking their heels across the street with their butt cheeks out at two a.m. and one of that's all right with me. Look, we are busy trying to watch grown men in tight spandex tackle each other right. and scrap for the ball by hitting each other in the testicles. Right, and here you go being all gay and shit come on now i can't get excited about sweaty in shape well endowed men's in tight pants right smacking each other on the ass right i can't talk about they butts and stuff like that with y'all in here kissing it's it's just disgusting it is goddamn that's i am so distracted right now uh-huh. and kind of turned on a gay couple says they were kicked out of a local bar after showing affection in public. Now the bar is facing threats. The owner of Louis Bar in Fayetteville says her business is getting threats from coast to coast on social media. WRAL's Gilbert Bay spoke with everyone. They've already twisted the narrative of this story from them discriminating against gay people to being like, oh, they were threatened, guys. I mean, really? You can't even discriminate without people being like, I don't like that? Wow. I guess in America uninvolved. Dustin Baker has been a hairstylist in Fayetteville for five years. His boyfriend, Andrew Darris. Hold up. Um, are these the same people? Because I feel like... Did they get kicked out of the taxi in? Maybe this is a new thing. Is We just a gay couple. We go around kissing. We get kicked out of places. And then we get to promote my hairstyling business. Apparently so. Smart. He's visiting from California. Last Friday, the couple decided to get some drinks and listen to the band at Louis Bar and Pub on Robinson Street. Darius says they started showing each other some affection when the bar owner confronted them. He uh, put his arm around me. He gave me a kiss when she said this wasn't right, this wasn't okay, that she threatened both of us. He gave me a kiss. It was very, it, it was very minor. It was just a peck. It was two seconds. Pam Griffin owns the bar, and she says it was more than just a peck. Griffin says her customers were complaining, so she asked the couple to cool it. So I walked up to him calmly. First of all, it was more than just a peck. What was it? Were they blowing I each don't. other? It still was a kiss. I, I guarantee grown ass adults coming there make out all the fucking time. Right. We slobbing all over each shit. other. Right. You don't say a fucking thing. You don't kick anyone out. Right. Stop. And then my patrons are complaining. Well, then you turn to your patrons and you say, fuck you. Cause what if your patrons are complaining that a black couple came in? Come Would you on be now. like, I gotta get them out of here. My patrons say my patrons just happen to be racist. Or maybe you would, bitch. And that's why nobody comes to your fucking establishment. That's why you need to get them threats. I asked them, you know, guys, you know, can y'all kind of separate, just kind of move apart, you know? I don't care if y'all stay and drink, but we don't need to be doing that. And just kind of calm down because you're making people feel uncomfortable. Griffin says they laughed and gave each other another big kiss. And so I just gave Andrew a kiss, and that's when she started getting really crazy. She's saying, like, all right, this is enough, this is enough, like, basically telling us to get out. The couple eventually paid their bill and left. Mike Boos is an attorney who says Griffin had every right to ask them to leave. By the accounts that I've heard uh, is that uh, uh, if then the response is to take it up a notch, then I think it was wholly appropriate for her to uh, uh, quell it. That was Gilbert Bay's reporting. Now, Griffin told Gilbert they didn't ask the couple to leave because they were gay, but in her opinion, causing a disturbance. She says two weeks ago they had a heterosexual couple doing the same thing, and she asked them to calm down. They did, so they were able to stay. No, I don't believe that. Okay, yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. We cut out before a second. I didn't mean to do that. I hit the wrong button. But 
yeah at the end of the article they said uh a gay couple a straight couple did that a couple weeks ago oh you want to hear the rest of y'all weather um, a gay couple a, a straight couple did it a couple weeks ago and she said she did the same thing but i don't believe it me, nope me either also north county officials um uh in north carolina now county officials in north carolina won't perform sex same sex marriages just like kim davis yep in a developing story this midday, we have learned all four McDowell County magistrates have refused to perform same-sex marriages. A judge confirmed they all recused themselves under the state's religious exemption law. Now the magistrates won't be allowed to perform any marriages for another six months. There are now six people on... <sighs> My fucking state. What, what are we doing, guys? What... It's like Republicans just paid for our shit too, you know. Just mm-hmm. bought, just bought our state, and it was like, "Fuck it, this is what we doing now." Yeah, it's like Kim Davis the Martin. You have the the people say, "I'm gonna do the same thing." Fuck yep. It. But uh, I don't think those positions should be elected. That way, these people can get be fired. That way, you will obey the law. Well, what's funny is Kim Davis is making Kentucky lawmakers question whether county clerks are worth the time and money in the first place. Kim Davis wants Kentucky lawmakers to change the way county clerks issue marriage licenses, but she might not like how that plays out. Davis returned to work Monday, of course. We all remember that. All right. Um, but so she's uh, trying to get the people fired. Is actually doing what? She's not trying to get the people fired. Okay. She wants them to change. She wants them to change how it's given out. Um, but according, but 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 as an unforeseen consequence, lawmakers are going. Maybe we don't need this position. Right you know like maybe Maybe you don't need your position uh well there are very many accommodations available the very simple accommodation i propose is to remove my name and my title as a clerk of rowan county completely off the marriage license davis says these licenses can be issued under another authority including perhaps the commonwealth of kentucky or governor steve asher himself okay well you know fucked up basically other people sign that shit and get and you won't have a fucking job it doesn't appear to be much objection to granting her accommodations, but one lawmaker said authorities that take over issuance of marriage licenses would likely claim the $35 filing fee for themselves. That's the first thing that will come up is the money issue, said Representative Davis uh, King. Be careful what you wish for. King mm-hmm. said most of the state's 120 clerk uh, county clerk offices are always strapped for cash. So cutting that revenue stream could lead to salary reductions, layoffs, or other budget adjustments. If they choose not to perform those duties, they should not be paid, he said. Right. King said the Kentucky County Clerks Association, which has endorsed the removal of clerks' names from marriage licenses, is a powerful lobbying organization that would no doubt fight any attempts to cut funding to their offices. I can guarantee a lot of clerks would be jumping up and down over that, King said. The lawmaker wasn't sure whether the Clerks Association would react by urging lawmakers to amend their proposals or by pressuring Davis to drop her request for religious accommodation. Uh, two other Kentucky County clerks have said that they would refuse to follow the law on religious grounds, but they have apparently not been asked to issue a marriage license to a same-sex couple yet. Uh-oh. But they're just waiting for it. <laughs> Assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I they do do away with it, man. You should be able to do all that shit online anyway. Right? Come on, why can't you? Like it's just a fucking transaction. Right. It has nothing to do with your. Here's morals. my debit card. I pay. We sign the papers and keep it going. Which is so funny because people always talk about automating like minimum wage jobs as a threat to McDonald's workers and shit. Which I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that because if you think about it, you know, there's a lot of shit with food safety and stuff that you know you might be better off 
with someone with the ability to have discretion using it right come on now but that machine can't tell us and mold me to stale but even then maybe it can and they come up with a way and they fix it well i think that is still way more complicated than just automating this marriage filing uh uh um process i don't Mm -hmm. understand why we can't do that and people never bring it up as a threat to people like kim davis but it should be a threat we should automate the fuck out of that and just fuck you we don't need you you you're just holding up the process and this was a cog in the system that we don't really need right 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 because and also this is one of those things too where you don't have to go downtown because odds are wherever these places are they downtown uptown whatever the fuck you want to call it in the middle of the city so it's, it's, it's very inconvenient to go. You have to go during their hours, which is normally Monday through Friday, 830 to 5 or whatever the fuck. Uh, um, and also I think too, for me, if you really want to, you should be able to just to pay online. Everything should be completely online. Shit. You could even, if they want to do it right, you should be able to get married online. Turn your camcorder on. They turn their camcorder on and do it on Skype, whatever, and go on about your business. And all this stuff was created before the internet. This right. is all, this is antiquated at this point. You telling me the internet couldn't automate most of the stuff that we had to deal with that's just nothing but tedium with the government? Like, come on, save them. You can file your taxes online. Why shouldn't you be able to get a marriage certificate online or at least get it authorized online? They, I, don't, I don't know why you need her signature and thirty-five dollar fee to fucking complete this to complete this process. Right. All you gotta do is have somebody's <coughs> name generated or whatever and digitally uh, signature on there and go about your way. Right. Um. All right, last bit of gay news. chick-fil-a chick-fil-a the organization stops anti-gay donation and adopts anti-discrimination policy (laughs) chick-fil-a working with illinois-based uh advocacy group the civil rights agenda has reportedly ceased making donations to anti-gay organizations and has circulated an internal memo emphasizing its commitment to fair and equal treatment of all people didn't Dan Kathy die or am I tripping? Yeah, he did. So Dan Kathy dies. Six months later to a year later, uh, they start sliding around like, eh, hey, we're going to stop being a little bit. Can we stop that? Stop the gay shit. Stop the hating on the gays. Thanks. In a letter addressed to Alderman Paco Joe Marino, the chip from Chicago's first ward, is signed by Chick-fil-A senior director of real estate. It states, the Windshake Foundation is now taking a much closer look at the organizations it considers helping and in that process will remain true to its stated philosophy of not supporting organizations with political agendas. In meetings, the company executives clarify, uh, in, the, in meetings, the company executives clarify that they will no longer give money to anti-gay organizations such as Focus on the Family and the National Organization for Marriage. Additionally, they have sent an internal memo to franchisees and stakeholders that stated as a company, they will treat every person with honor, dignity, and respect regardless of their beliefs, race, creed, sexual orientation, and gender, and that their intent is not to engage in political or social debates. This statement was placed into an official company document called Chick-fil-A, Who We Are. You know what? 
I completely understand this. And the dude that died opened up his fucking mouth because I don't give a fuck about your beliefs. Make my chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. So they like, you know what? We just wanna we just want you to get your waffle fries and go about your business. So we're gonna be neutral across the board. Yeah, I, I mean, are we sure he's dead? Did he die? I don't. I just feel like he's dead, but uh, he did. He did die. You sure? Somebody died in Chick Fil A. The cow didn't die, but somebody died. I don't know. According to this, he's still alive, sixty-two years old. So, who, I did, guess, who died? I don't know. Um, I mean, he's still tweeting. It seems. Because remember last time they did something like this, he tweeted out some dumb shit like an hour later, like, mm-mm, we still hate them gays. And everybody was like, come on, dog. Yeah, he still tweeted 11 hours ago. Okay. So he alive. Well, somebody in the company died. Yeah. Well, Dan Cathy apparently has been uh, outvoted. It's almost, that's even better. I like that he's alive and they was like, fuck you, man. We ain't doing that shit. Right. As a company, as a company, man, this is toxic. You yes. don't fuck around and get us, you know, you don't fuck around and make us look bad. You already making us look bad. Right. Just shut the fuck up, dog. Like, nobody cared about our religious beliefs until you open up your mouth. Yeah. We already not open up on Sundays, which already got people upset. Now you're going to open up your mouth. Uh, Anthony Martinez, executive director of the Civil Rights Agenda, says that they're very pleased with the outcome. However, policy advisor Rick Garcia thinks Chick-fil-A's new anti-discrimination policy doesn't go far enough. It is one thing for a company to say they respect everyone they serve and employee. It's quite another to put the, for them to put that into their policies and demand that all employees adhere to that behavior. As we have heard from gay employees that work at Chick-fil-A, there's a culture of discrimination within the company, and we would like to ensure that employees can speak out and call attention to those practices without fear of reprisal. It takes time to change the culture of any institution, and steps like a corporate policy ensure that progress is made. So, uh, yep. Oh, they said that Dan is his son. They said like his uh, daddy, which is like the original founder, he passed. Died. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting, man. Uh, Chick Fil A released a statement of their own that neither confirmed nor denied the civil rights agenda's release, but claimed that the chain was never in anti anyone, which is bullshit. Right. Um. Uh, so you know, uh, just an interesting, just an interesting day in in the in gay news. Uh. <laughs> Let's go back to regular news. Um, we don't have any regular news mu- music though, guys. Uh, let's see. Erica Mena, who's Bow Wow's boyfriend, uh, girlfriend, I mean. Okay. They broke up. They broke oh, up. Oh, ain't she when she on the reality show? She was on, uh, I think Love and Hip Hop New York. Okay. Uh, she deletes all photos of Bow Wow on her Instagram after he blasted her for misleading miscarriage. Oh recently it was reported that reality star erica mena suffered a miscarriage when she was four months pregnant her fiance with her uh her fiance would be baby daddy bow wow dragged her through social media for being an attention whore as it turns out bow thought erica was slurring for likes by talking about a miscarriage that according to him happened five months ago and not as recent as erica is making it out to be um so the event happened right yeah well she did have a miscarriage but it's old and he's like why you try to act like this just happened who gives a fuck yeah which is funny because i mean you still you still she still it still happened right right 
No. Five months late. Who? First and foremost, I feel like telling your personal business, you know, on social media. I feel like that's one of the lamest and corniest things you possibly can do. Five months late. Wait, then. Hold on. Who? First and foremost, I feel like telling your personal business. On, you know, on social media, I feel like that's one of the lamest and corniest things you possibly can do. Five months late. Well, then okay. what the fuck are you doing then? Telling her personal business on social media, right? Because she's five months late, right? Mm-hmm. Ain't you telling her personal business just like she's telling her personal business? And it happened to her. She has a right to say it if she chooses to. So it wouldn't matter when she said anything. Just the, You probably didn't want her to say anything at all. So let's say she just said something immediately. You still would have had an issue with it, in my opinion. And why are you shaming her for having, you know, a miscarriage and talking about right. it? Right. Uh, he keeps going. You don't wait till now to do it when it happened. That's it. <laughs> Five months ago, man. Say nothing new. It's not like Alan Ives. Five months ago, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. And then part three. It's not like Alan Ives. Five months ago, man. <laughs> Damn, five months ago. Not now. Not not right now. Not last month. Five months ago. Come on, man. Come on, shut. And it sounds like maybe their due date was September 17th. So maybe that's why she was bringing up something that happened five months ago. Right. It's possible. I feel like it's attention seeking. Especially when it's news that happened five months ago. It's nothing recent. It's not recent. This is five months ago. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm always keeping a book as possible. That's amazingly cold-blooded. Right. I did the same thing. Fuck you. Well, some of the things ain't working out for them because they broke up. Um, which also, like, that's that's a really weird thing to take issue with right. because you're dating a reality TV star. Come on now. Why would you be surprised that she was telling anything to social media or on TV or whatever about your business? That's her brand is telling y'all's business. Come on, and you knew that beforehand. Um, yeah, he blasted her for putting their business out on social media. Uh, Erica decided that enough was enough and recently decided to blast Bow Wow for not supporting her through this difficult time and this uh said this to her fans curious how at erica mena feels about shad making those videos 100 and then she responded to the person that said that and said how would you feel and the person said kind of hurt we all deal with things differently he should have respected your feelings someone else could have needed uh could have needed to and then she responded i'm human but i'm also superhero strong winky face erica deleted all her photos about why including her engagement ring and coupled up pics um uh so yeah apparently now maybe this is a another like maybe this is a fake reality tv show thing and yeah it's gonna yeah pass over who knows yeah but you know what everything on the reality show some of that shit is real a lot of a lot of it is staged mm-hmm. but some of that shit is some real shit like they are human beings and they are people and their feelings get hurt and and they get real sometimes yeah um and then Bow Wow posted a picture that was a meme that said, the less people you chill with, the less drama you deal with. And it was him holding up the peace sign. Erica said, retweeted this helped. 
it is okay to want it is okay to want your own happiness it's okay to care about yourself the most you are not obligated to sit there and smile and swallow every bit of shit everyone heaps on you you are more than furniture you're more than a window dressing you're not their shiny toy you're human and you have the right to say that was shitty of you you have a right to protest your own mistreatment and set boundaries for respectful interactions the rest of the world doesn't realize you have this right and they will be they will act offended and appalled when you exercise it but it is yours uh, she tweeted that and i'm assuming you know uh and this is just like everybody else you go to break up on social media <laughs> I'm like oh i got all this deep shit to say and then bow wow says not everyone cares to hold their words high and it says don't listen to what people say watch for people what they do so it's basically just a public breakup with them subtweeting each other bow wow also put a picture of them out and said anything i could do to better my daughter life i'm gamed for it I used to be the immature when not understanding the balance. A lot of guys let the anger between them and the mom get in the way, which I did in the past. Now I'm in my third phase of life, which he spelled wrong. Third phase? Mm-hmm. You're younger phase. than me. Yep, he's already in the third phase, though. In his 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Already in the third phase in your 20s? Well, goddamn. I just wanted to give her what... I don't know if he's in his 20s anymore. I just want to give her what I need, what I never had, both parents in my life. Her mom does a wonderful job with her, and for that, I can honor and respect that. All the fathers out there, my shit wasn't perfect. I got two mil. I blew in court over my baby. Two mil in the court system. Super weak. Control your anger. Be the biggest part. Be the bigger person. <laughs> a little bit. I want to talk about be the bigger person. Don't let nothing stress you. Do good by your kids. God watching. He know if you trying. That's all that matters. Single parent moms, I salute you as well. Uh, um, I hope this don't be like Chris Brown and Kakarot and Karichi Maro and Carrot Cake. Come on, y'all. Kill this bullshit. <laughs> uh, so Ben Carson, uh, said that, um, basically some Islamophobic shit. Um, and it's funny cause like he was like second to Trump for a while and now he's starting to fall. Which always happens with the black dude in the Republican Party mm-hmm. thing. Like, why, why do you even try to attempt? You never will nominate you. They really promote the most incompetent black person they oh. can find. Yeah, they're not gonna find anybody intelligent because if you're intelligent, you'd be like, hey, 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 a lot of this party is motherfucking racist. Yeah, no wonder they racist. They find the most incompetent black people to promote, and then they're like, wow, they all like this uh appearing on meet the press carson said i would not advocate that we put a muslim in charge of this nation absolutely would not after stating that he believed the person's faith mattered by saying i guess it depends on what faith it is well on what that faith is defending carson campaign spokesman doug watt said carson will reach out to members of the muslim community to explain his comments ain't nothing to explain you said how you feel (laughs) what is we talking about here right you know he reach out oh reach out what are you gonna do tweet somebody right saying they are being misinterpreted he was speaking of the american public accepting the muslim president not himself so now he's saying the american public is racist not him right they're the islamophobe keep in mind his whole his whole thing when you bring up racism and islamophobia and shit is uh we're under one nation and it's really not us it's the divisive bad president the brain dude he tell you he, he operates on brains mm-hmm. and our and brains we, all look alike to me right the brains ain't racist yeah so but he his whole thing is the there's no racism it's just obama has stirred up all the racism in the country and other than that everybody's doing well 
if it wasn't for that damn obama and now he's going oh well it's just that america's too racist to have a muslim president uh he did not say that a muslim should be prevented from running or barred from running in any way why said he just doesn't believe the american people are ready for that dr carson is a strict adherent to the first uh, to the first amendment freedom of religion that includes people of all faith why said he has great respect for the muslim community but there is a huge gulf between the faith and practice of the muslim faith and our constitution and american values Mm-hmm. Oh, so there you go. I mean, and I think it's a calculated commentary because he realizes that bigotry is helping Donald Trump get ahead of him. So as they get more and more, um, it, it ain't the same, dog. It ain't the same. What ain't the same? You black trying to do this shit. It ain't the same. You got to be a white man in order to get them votes, dog. Yeah, but what function do black Republicans? serve other than to be racist and give black, white people cover to say well so-and-so said it right but they ain't gonna vote for your black ass that you know yeah well no he's been second in the polls i mean i don't know if he would win president yeah we but, got what over a year yeah mm-hmm. everybody everybody you know a piece of cake right now could lead the polls but don't mean the, the damn nigga gonna win what if it was chocolate cake oh they would kick that motherfucker off it better be vanilla <laughs> or that black walnut cake Ha uh-huh. ha! How I miss him. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> man. Oh, Ben Carson. Why can't you be adorable like Herman Kane was? Right. Can't even get behind you because you we just... can't. Yeah, you don't even make it fun, dog. And uh, of course, Donald Trump also went anti-Muslim. Uh, you know. So that's like I said. I feel like a lot of this is just uh trying to capitalize on the pandemonium i think it's a calculated risk you know to be like oh let me let me put my hat in the ring and say i'm also homo- i'm also islamophobic uh uh because donald trump is um here here's the question all right let's start with this group right over here come on okay this man i like this guy from white plains amen okay we problem in this country it's called muslims we know our current president is one right. you know he's not ah! even american we need this First question, this is man. question. <laughs> but anyway we have training camps growing where they want to kill us mm-hmm. that's my question when can we get rid of we're going to be looking at a lot of different things and you know a lot ah! of people are saying that and a lot of people are what saying that bad things are happening out there we're going to be looking at that and plenty of other things okay go ahead yes ma'am go ahead go ahead you know, I definitely got to ask you a um, good veteran question. Welcome, first of all, to New Hampshire. Donald, last night was a disgrace. CNN did not touch on any of the issues. Uh, I wish the next person would be like, yeah, I got a question. Uh, niggas, uh, when are we going to get rid of them? Oh, right. Uh, they've really been, you know, messing a lot of stuff up lately with the whole Black Lives Matter and uh, the riots and uh, the, the whole I want rights and all this stuff what's your plan on that i got a question for you donna what about those chinks you know i like their food and shit you know it's delicious but why do they got to make it donald come on i I, I need answers bro don i i got a question over here uh don what's going on with the women you know the vaginas and the bleeding and, and and all the stuff that's going on down there and all the issues with the pay and you know they're winning awards and stuff now what what are your what's your plan to really address 
you know the the women in, in america and, and how they're trying to take over donald i got a question for you how, what about the indians you know them in the teepees and shit <laughs> you know i got a question for you you know they own the casinos nothing but white men ought to own the casinos donald you know that you're a businessman uh don donnie donnie boy I, I got a quick question over here um yeah yeah i'm from new hampshire uh quick question uh what's going on with the gays okay it seems like a lot a lot of kissing in public lately you know you can't get an uber you can't watch the game they're over there kissing in your face and now you gotta you know you gotta get up and leave you're disgusted you gotta throw up you know your dick's half hard what's going on with that and when can we get them out of the country uh i'll you know i'll hang up and, and listen jesus christ right that's how fucking stupid this sounds this motherfucker running for president come on and people are really people are really these are the questions that people want to know right i fucking would buy my ass a passport Uh, oh god um scott walker dropped out good and rick perry dropped out too um and that was an interesting uh rick perry was like ah hey 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 i'm tired of blowing my money because he runs like every time yeah it's interesting discussion around that let me play this clip but i think bill o'brien can keep a secret he probably can so i probably can all right so let's talk politics now what's next for rick perry now that he's dropped out of the race for president cornell x and local attorney nova blair tackle this one in tonight's fox face off You know, Cornell, I am so sad to see, and I know you are too, that Governor Rick Perry has pulled out of the presidential race because I can't believe what an incredible president that man would make. You know, Texas is the largest state for growth. It's the state with the most jobs by far. It's the state that has had the best economy. And none of those are by accident. None of those. Those are because of the leadership of Governor Rick Perry. And if he were to be president of this United States, he could so turn around what has happened to Washington in the past several years. I am very sad to see him get out, but I understand, uh, you know, it's tough to run a presidential campaign. And when people talk about your hair or your glasses or the way you talk instead of your leadership abilities, that's what happens. Ma'am, you know, you're really singing Rick Perry's praises like he's Jesus Christ. He's not that. And he's a politician. At the end of the day, I think it's very important for Rick Perry to drop out of the presidential race, which I don't care if he did or did not, because I think he had a snowflake chance of hell of winning. But he should drop off and focus on his upcoming criminal trial, because those charges that he has been indicted on, many believe he will be found guilty of those charges. Mm -hmm. So I want to suggest to you to tell your friend, Mr. Perry, go rent the movie by Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell, get hard about a white guy going to prison because with that prim's hairspray hair he likes oh to wear oh my goodness could you imagine with all that hairspray on a oh. lockdown facility he won't be Rick he'll be Raquel Perry so I would hope and pray that you tell him to get it together and, help and beat those charges because if he don't Rick is headed to the lockdown do I facility. sense a all little right. bit of jealousy perhaps uh, because of the leader that Rick Perry is you cannot possibly deny having been in Texas a long time Cornell that this state has risen to the top because of his leadership that's what we're talking about you can talk about hair and state, anything like that all day long but it's the state is very successful but rick perry is not the root cause of that success of, well, of course of he is he's the rick leader perry took credit for what a lot of other people around him did and rick perry is like the surfer taking credit for the big wave texas oh, has great God. people and leadership in it and that's why we financially not collapse with that almost great depression we had in 2000 well i'm gonna tell you what that his partner bush put in place i am keeping the perry for president sticker on my car well, guess what? You might as well go and get your Confederate flag, too, because you all lost that war also. 
Woman was not ready for that argument. Oh, brother Quanell X was too woke for that. Oh segment. Lord, he got an X in his name. I don't know why she thought she was gonna have a, a conversation with that brother and not be ready for the bow for the, the damn for the. I, I, I'm out of words. He said he was ready for her ass. He said Raquel Perry. Right. I was like, he talking about might as well put out the Confederate flag because you lost that war too. <laughs> Well, goddamn, brother, goddamn. He might as well say, my name got an X behind it, bitch. I was ready for you. <laughs> I like that he never even raised his voice. Nope. He kept it in the same tone. Oh, shit. Ah, they let that on the news. Wow. <laughs> what is the news of this country? I do not know, but honey, she was not ready. Uh, a guy who, uh, is an ex hedge funder um bought he invested in uh a company called uh dara prim which uh uh which i mean i'm sorry a drug called dara prim which uh was made by turing pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. and as soon as he did that he increased the price five thousand five hundred percent yeah, yeah it went from thirteen dollars and fifty cent to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pill right this shit ought to be illegal um pharmaceutical companies do this all the time they let um independent small companies and all this shit do all the study studies do all the background checks uh run all the shit get f get it get it if they approve they let mm-hmm. them cough all that cost up and everything and then they turn around and buy it and not a motherfucking thing has changed and they hike that shit up that ought to be goddamn illegal yeah he said um they were basically giving it away so he said that's why that's why he turn, need to turn a profit knowing that the pill sold over 1350 and the, the course of the treatment to save your life was only a thousand dollars he said he had to make the change we know these days in modern pharmaceuticals cancer drugs can cost one hundred thousand dollars or more whereas these drugs can cost half a million uh a half a million dollars he explained Daraprim is still underpriced relative to his peers as if the pill really costs only a dollar manufacturer he agreed and said it costs very little to make Daraprim. okay and also the problem i have with this medications here that cost hundreds and thousands of dollars are like dimes and pennies in other parts of the goddamn world mm-hmm. our shit is just too fucking high and our medical put it like this it's what is worth your life here in the united states can you pay this shit well what's fading here is because medicine is for profit right so because this is for profit they just treat it as such so it's like supply and demand with people's lives it's not you know this whole hippocratic oath doesn't hippocratic oath doesn't spread to the businesses and the companies that manufacture the drugs it's just the doctors you know so it you know it's like we're not going to do our best to keep people alive we're going to do our best to make money because we're a company and that's it and it's one of the reasons i fucking can't stand republicans because they think business is and and profit is the answer to everything and privatizing everything is right and anything other than that is wrong and i can't fuck with it because time and time again you know especially with like the drug market it's been proven that you know people don't have your best interest in mind even Mm -hmm. when they even when that's the the job that they're supposed to have 
Right, and yeah, they they do not care, and and just and not to get off topic, but that has a lot to do with our healthcare system in general because our uh, medical system is not really designed for the health of of Americans. It's designed, or what can we do to keep you on these pills so that you can be on them for life, and we can keep making money, we can keep turning over profit. Your doctor can keep writing these prescriptions and all this other bullshit, and and that's what's so. Um, frustrating uh to me and, and and nobody really ever thinks of any alternative health because when it comes to alternative health, eventually you're not going to need it and nobody wants to get to the point because if that happened a lot of a lot of these medicine costs would drop because nobody would be buying them mm. if we read about that supply and demand type of shit <coughs> yeah this is sad right uh the view loses two major advertisers after mocking nurse contestant on miss america for wearing a stethoscope Man, does the view ever make the news for doing anything good? I know. Good griefus. Then there was a girl who um, wrote her own monologue, which I was like, turn the volume. Oop, I meant to turn this volume. And on. she came out. Why does it keep doing this? Her out loud. All right, let me rewind this. Girl who um, wrote her own monologue, which I was like, turn the volume up. <laughs> this is gonna be amazing. Like, let's listen. And she came out in a nurse's uniform and basically read her emails out loud. And shockingly, <laughs> did not win. I was like, that's not a real serious I swear to God. Why does she have a doctor's stethoscope? Was it about that? She helps patients with Alzheimer's, which I know is not funny, but I swear you have to see it. Like, Google it if you can. So those comments. Um cost them two sponsors johnson and johnson and eglin's best announced they're cutting ties of the abc program following accusations that it trivialized the roles of nurses right. which is funny because all the problematic shit that's been said on the view and that was it that was the one that in the racial shit the the transphobic that, shit that that was the one nah, that, 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 that don't matter nah. has anybody ever made the news on the show for not fucking up Mm-mm. has there just been a really compelling segment on the view nope so it's like uh these people said something real fucked up <laughs> right because anybody worth any intelligence has already left the show years ago and they're not coming back yeah they started a hashtag nurses unite it became a trending topic following that discussion hey well yeah how about the saying yeah because you have it's one of those things where all jokes aside white women tm feminists are like you you know this is a strong woman you know she she's out there standing for herself and how dare you joke and and, and pick at her yeah um, other than that nobody would have gave a fuck they did apologize I, for all of us want to say we love nurses if nurses if you're watching we adore you we respect you clap for the nurses really you guys are wonderful you're the most compassionate people and i think you know it's i think we just have to have a moment about that i was not talking about her as a nurse, we were talking about the talent competition, and it got misconstrued. So there was an example where I think people kind of, you know, Joy, I, you know, and not it's a classic example of what we're talking about. Right. And well, that being said, by the way, if your bosses are watching, uh, you all deserve raises. I want that. This is how much I love nurses. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, please, please come back. Right. Nope, they're not coming back, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. They was like, bitches, y'all lost our money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no we don't care how fucking funny it is no yeah that's funny so um i guess you know this is what this this is the thing those landmines people step on when they do shows like the view which you know very low information tv and, you know it's very right. we don't know what we're talking about but at least we're talking and you ain't got shit to do at home either right so boom right and anybody that educates themselves and read the shit are like uh, 
uh one of the friends of dylan roof was arrested by the fbi good yeah we kept playing interviews and i kept being like when are they gonna treat this like terrorism and start arresting these people for basically being like oh yeah i mean i i i, I gave him a place to stay and i knew this and i knew that I like laptop <clears throat> but i didn't think it was gonna really go through with it it's like uh arrest this nigga too because if it was al-qaeda yeah you'd be arresting that motherfucker or sending a goddamn drone to kill his ass come on now without even asking you know uh but yeah they picked up joseph joey meek jr 21 of red bank while he was at work thursday afternoon um his girlfriend Lindsay fry told the state newspaper shortly afterward me caught her on the cell phone as it was happening he just said they want to talk to me but i think i'm going to jail he lives in a trailer in red bank with his mother and two brothers and fry who was 19 meek was informed in, a, in an august 6th letter from the u.s attorney's officer in columbia he was a potential target of federal criminal investigation to the slams of nine parishioners at the historic mother emmanuel ame church in charleston the letter stated that meek was under investigation for possible misprison uh wait misprision and alleged making allegedly making false statements to law enforcement both crimes are felonies misprision which is a federal case that means concealment of knowledge about a crime from the authorities after or as the crime is being committed carries a maximum sentence of three years in prison if meek is charged with and convicted of that wow well that'll make the second meet that lost this year you know what i'm saying yes it would back to back <laughs> if meek is charged with and convicted of making false statements he could be facing up to five years in prison that number rises to eight years when the false statements concern types uh certain types of crime including international or domestic terrorism yeah good they should be treating us like terrorism because it is yep so no i don't have any sympathy sorry Mm-mm uh let's see what else is going on um uh oh that steve renazisi that was a guy we talked about the other day from the league who lied about 9-11 mm-hmm. well i got some audio from his interview on mark Marin talking about the lie for 9-11 not with jocks not at all so then you go so you so leave then college, i graduated college and your parents just you know convince you that there's no future yep get a safe job right and then i went to uh i worked in merrill lynch for a year and a half as an accountant or broker no, i was an account manager which basically meant i was the liaison between the brokers and the clients i would take people out to lunch take people out to dinner you party know. starter sort of the party starter <laughs> of merrill lynch yeah until our building got hit with a plane and oh, uh yeah <laughs> the party ended right there that's they didn't even he didn't even ask him about that he just volunteered the 911 lie that he made up right, right there yeah, and the, the thing about it, you did you you did not say a word that everything would have been fine. Nobody asked for you to tell them this. Yeah, yeah. that's where the part. I worked on the the fifty fourth floor of the second tower. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, did you evacuate that day? I yeah, I was there, and then the first tower got hit, and we were like you know jostled all over the place, and then the port authority came on the loudspeaker, and they were like, "Hey, uh, explosion in Tower One. Um, things are being taken care of." Everyone remain where you are. Stay calm. We're, we're figuring things out. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to go check this thing out. So I went downstairs, walked outside, uh, saw all the pandemonium. And then about five or six minutes later, and then it just sh- bang. While you were standing right there? Well, it was like underneath the giant overpass that was overhanging. Oh, that was right by. Uh, and all your coworkers were upstairs? Yeah, but I, 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 you know, I don't know. I couldn't tell exactly where it went in, so I had no right. idea. Right. 
So I called up to the office, and they were like, it was pandemonium. Like, we're on our way down. We're on our way down. And then I just started fucking booking it. Oh, my God. And I got to about West Broadway when I stopped and uh, caught my breath. And then they watched the second tower fall. Our tower fell first. It and did? Then- this is an elaborate as fuck lie. Mm-hmm. To have not even checked to make sure that Merrill Lynch had an office in the either one of those towers or on that floor. You know what I mean? Like, it's such an elaborate lie, but he didn't research any of this. He didn't know, like, it's, it's crazy, like, the balls to do this. Yeah, that's definitely white privilege to the extreme, because a lot of times you, you think... Just people so much- just believed him for years. Right. Like, you know this wasn't his first time telling this story. Like, nope. people just believed him for years and accepted his story and was like, that's a sad story. Let's not look into that. Right, because it happened to so many people. It's like, you don't want to be the asshole that challenges it either. I don't think they even look to challenge, Karen. Oh, okay. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. Like, yeah, they, yeah. it's not like they went, oh, I think that's a lie, but I'm not going to say anything. They just didn't even look. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The second one that got hit was the first one to fall. And then, because it was the impact was lower, so there was more weight on top, I think, is where the way it was described to me. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that listen to my podcast who would say uh, that well, the government want, did it. Yeah, you want to know the real truth. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, the government did it. But you were there and you saw all that, and and like uh, I, we had no idea. I literally, as far as that's concerned, I had no idea what was going on till three hours into it. I just thought it was two drunk idiots. I didn't couldn't tell the size of the planes or anything like that. I just was. You like, thought really it was two drunk idiots, like they were up there the going. The second oh, time, oh, they yeah. This. The second time, I was like, well, I something's going on here, but I it, like it did not dawn on me that well, he must have been in fucking shock. I mean, for fuck's sake! I mean, walking how- across the Brooklyn Bridge, like it was a literally hundred thousand people. Oh, this is the best. Before that, I, a cab pulls up, and I'm like, all right, I'm out. Let's go. He's like five hundred dollars to Brooklyn, and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I can only make one trip out. They're shutting the island down. And these two brokers got in and jumped in the car and took you off. You paid it? I didn't pay it. I was like, I've, what? I'm, $500? I'm an accounts manager. I'm a party <laughs> yeah, starter. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the party starter. <laughs> you guys pay. I'll sit in the front seat and tell some jokes. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, even in, even in times of, of strife, it's <laughs> how, still how just. How much did it fuck you up? I mean, mentally, because. So he made up. There was a taxi that wouldn't take him. Just. Some random asshole yeah, now. And this is very insulting to the people that literally went through this situation, got PTSD, affected for the rest of their lives, lost family members. Like, this is just a, a smack in their face that you just made this shit up because you thought it was funny. Did you make any extra money off of this? Why not just say you were on the plane and <laughs> you parachuted out? I mean, who gives a fuck? Right? I mean, you're making shit up anyway. Yes. I actually jumped from the 44th floor and uh, jumped out the window and lived. And le- in fact, I landed on top of that taxi that those two dudes were in. Mm-hmm. I just landed on both my feet and I got up and started running. My ex-wife was down there. She worked close by. Yeah. And she was traumatized. I mean, outside of being married I had problems. to me. I still had dreams of like, you know, those falling dreams. My wife, who was my girlfriend at the time worked in the 24th floor by the way his wife is in on the loud another podcast she was in the room when he told the lie uh and was co-signing it so she's been lying too so it makes you wonder like first of all who came up with the lie first two who decided to roll with like they like y'all was gonna roll with this forever like This was going to be y'all's thing where it's just going to be like, yep, we made that lie yeah, up. Them, them heartstrings, man, like, it's one of those things where they just 
tugging at shit just because it gets you empathy and sympathy but it's like dog i mean ah it's it's just really fucked up and she was in on too which is even more fucked up yeah the new york times basically did an interview with them and then they went and researched it on their own and because they were about to tell tell on them that's when he came clean because they wouldn't research it was like that there's no merrill lynch on in either one of those towers right and then he deliberated for a day and then came out with that i just want my hero my kids to be able to look up to me and realize i made a mistake mm-hmm, and shit mm-hmm. no no nope and yeah because they did their jobs they investigated and was like <coughs> hey Dolph, we print this we found some discrepancies in the shit that you telling us mm-hmm. and i didn't know where she was for like seven hours six hours no way and what happened was i got I'd walked home and then got to my apartment Wait, he saying no way right <laughs> right you have people that were missing for hours on end having to walk home what is the hell is he talking about it's just funny to me that he's like no wait, what that, that's unbelievable right but you dog he was there right and you right. didn't take the taxi so that meant you had a 10 12 15 hour walk correct i thought my bullshit story was unbelievable but your story woo. right woo, yeah, those, that's crazy those people that crossed that bridge that i never crossed woo, no no and caught my breath you know watch the news and then about three an hour goes by two hours no her and i'm like oh i know i have to call her parents and tell her she's dead and uh she comes walking to the door what happened was she was on the subway in and she was underneath the water so because the the trade center was the so he is they've now made up a story for how his wife survived as well who knows if that was even if any of that's true i doubt it you know, his wife could have been in Kansas at the moment. First stop in, in Manhattan, they uh-huh. had to back out all the subways. So she hadn't even gotten to work yet. She was stuck in the subway Thank underneath. God. They didn't even know what was going on for oh my hours God. and hours and hours. And they had to back out every subway. So it took forever. And uh, we went up to the roof of our building. We smoked a joint and then decided we were going to leave. I'm like, let's go do. Looking at a smoking lower there Manhattan. There were pieces of paper by my apartment in Brooklyn that had like Cana Fitzgerald fucking uh I was on the roof head. of my apartment in Queens. Were you really? Yeah. I mean and when, you could see everything, yeah, right? Yeah. Well I mean what I remember about that day more than anything else. Really? You really say <laughs> I was on my apartment in Queens. Really? Wow, that's hard to believe. Well, if you say so, Mark. <laughs> guess, I'll, guess I'll just take your word for it. It was fucking clear and beautiful. Crisp. It was a beautiful day. Unbelievable. Not and a sound. No. They shut everything down. There was not a fucking sound. Yep. And it was horrible. Yeah. Because the woman who lived upstairs from me, uh, she was killed. And, you know, I, it, it was just, it was awkward and horrifying, you know, because like that day, I didn't know what was going on. Then as news can't start coming in, when I literally turned my computer on, the first tower had already fallen. And I was like, was this the joke? I mean, I couldn't even process it. Really? Yeah. And in his brain, he's like, oh, shit, I need to come up with some people that I know that died. And then I went upstairs, and you just saw just the smoke. Yeah. And then I watched the second tower go down on TV, and uh, and then my ceiling started leaking. So I, I went upstairs, and I'm like, what, what's going on? I mean, can you fix your fucking – and then they were all sort of like – waiting to hear about the, their mother oh my god and i thought you like such a douche so sorry it's all right i can it's okay no but you still gotta get this you don't want to i mean <laughs> no, that's damage water damage in this mold and then now who dies yeah yeah exactly you 20 years later about the future yeah a little bit <laughs> so literally you're smoking a joint on your apartment looking at the smoldering yep. pit that was the world trade center yep. and you're like 
we got to go. I'm like, this is just, you know, it's like was, I, was I it, played on a, uh, they had this urban professional basketball league thing and, uh, was, uh, six guys on, out of the 10 on my team died. There oh were like five of them were canner guys that just had, they had no shot. You know, that, I mean, that was, they were at the floors of impact. He really did make us some people to die. He really. And New York Times was like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. who's what, this team? And what, what were their names? Oh, right. It was just, you know, it's oh, horrible. It's just awful. So was this, was this also the, the moment you decided to do comedy or had you already been I doing I've been doing stand up like at, uh, this club, uh, I'm sure you know it, New York Comedy Club. Oh, Al Martin. Yeah. Yeah. That's a and classy then Steve Aaron's that guy over there who. Is this even true? But let's say it is. So basically you used this fake story to get a leg up. Um, which is weird because so many people had to know, like, the people you actually work with at Merrill Lynch had to be like, bitch, we don't work in the tower. Right. You know, because he really did have a Merrill Lynch job, supposedly. Then where are those people? Or maybe he just made all that up, too. Who knows? Like, he did. Wow, this is amazing. I think, yeah, I think they say he never worked for them. Uh, so he never even worked for them. Wow. Right. I mean, um, creepy gay guy? Bear, gay guy, yeah. yeah, who would call me at 3 in the morning to write material with And then me. let me just preface to my fans, not all gay people are creepy. That was not derogatory or towards, bears. towards gay people, but but Steve's a little creepy. Because yeah. he looks at, he's got those eyes like, huh? Yeah, he is a, yeah, he's a stream. He would be creepy if he wasn't gay. Yeah, he would just be a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he. that's where I did the majority of my stand. And then I, once in a while I went to Boston Comedy Club. So basically, he used that story as his end on stand-up to get sympathy and... Who knows how many people took a chance or gave it gave him a chance because they heard the story and they just wanted him to be a guy that succeeded. Right. Man. That But yet people claim how other people get shit based off of their like actual life and going through shit though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh let's see, is there anything else I want to talk about before we get into some segments here? Um, oh, well, just a quick one. Fewer police killed under President Obama's administration than any two-term president in our lifetime. So next time somebody tells you, uh, there's a war on police and shit, you can bring up that fact. You can also bring up the fact that this is the second least deadliest year for police officers in the history since they've been tracking the killings of police officers. Mm -hmm. So. Just, yeah, uh, you got that motherfucker out there liking like this, liking like this beginning to got fucking Batman. Yep. So let's do uh, some fucking with black people then. Um, I feel like it's uh, about that. Oh, go ahead. Okay. What, what's up? Now, about that for you, do uh, fucking with black people. A bunch of black women won last night. Oh, that's part of fucking with black people. Oh, 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 oh. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you know we couldn't just have a moment. Couldn't just celebrate. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I, th- I, th- I thought I was gonna be happy. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. Fucking with black people. <clears throat> well, we read and play news articles from all around the globe, and we talk about how we are fucked with as human beings and black people, and we score from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants, uh, everybody, uh, especially the Emmys. Um, so first of all, let me play this. Viola Davis won 
for the first time ever a woman of color won best actress in a drama series at the 2015 emmys on sunday that's good let me tell you something the only thing that's oh wait well i hit the wrong thing all right now play it and let me tell you something the only thing that separates women of color from anyone else is opportunity You cannot win an Emmy for roles that are simply not there. Hold up. I think that's a I think that speech is truncated. I feel like it was longer than that. Here here we go. Here's a two minute version. Yeah, I hate when they do that. And the Emmy goes to Viola Davis. How to get away with murder. first Emmy win and nomination for Viola Davis who was a great stunting on him by the way I believe Taraji P. Henson was also nominated she was so that's the first time two people two black women have ever been nominated of In my mind, I see a line. And over that line, I see green fields and lovely flowers and beautiful white women with their arms stretched out to me over that line. But I can't seem to get there, no how. I can't seem to get over that line. That was Harriet Tubman in the 1800s. And let me tell you something. The only thing that separates women of color from anyone else is opportunity. You cannot win an Emmy for roles that are simply not there. So here's to all the writers, the awesome people that are Ben Sherwood, Paul Lee, Peter Nowak, Shonda Rhimes, people who have redefined what it means to be beautiful, to be sexy, to be a leading woman, to be black. And to the Taraji P. Hensons, the Kerry Washingtons, the Halle Berrys, the Nicole Baharis, the Megan Goods, to Gabrielle Union, thank you for taking us over that line. Thank you for the Television Academy. Thank you. And the Emmy goes to Julia Louis Dreyfus. Alright, don't care about that part. <clears throat> so, uh, she won. And I love that. What do you think about her speech? That was beautiful. Yeah, I loved her speech. Uh, because um it was a moment that people have been waiting on their entire lives yeah because this is the first black woman to do this right yes first ever i don't watch the emmys me either i I refuse and part of the reason i refuse is because this is the first time now i'm not saying 
that this like to me this is actually a notch going forward where i'm like maybe i'll check it out one day now right but i was never gonna watch the emmys mm-hmm. before this because i do hate watching black people get short shrift over and over and over and over and over and i think it does send this message that we will always be second best and that awards are for white people right it is very difficult to absorb that every year you know and i you know my timeline talks about it and i mute that i mute emmys i don't it's just not my thing and you know i know there's a lot of people that you know and i and i consume a lot of this media it's not like i don't watch these shows i just get tired of my favorite shows being deemed the you know the too black to win and not worthy of winning yeah not worthy of winning it's impossible to have a, an actress or an actor that's you know black and also worthy of of being the best on tv it's just not it's not gonna happen right so you know that shit happens enough in your lifetime you're like why the fuck do i care about this because they damn sure don't care about me right and and that's my whole point that's the reason why i do not watch a lot of award shows um because you get disappointment after disappointment you're like why the fuck am i watching this to um, to torture myself this is just me speaking for me yeah. like i can't do this i can't watch this and be mad and be angry about it yeah i, I can catch I, the speech afterwards and then the other thing is uh as much as people like to mock them you know we do not mock them here but i'll i'd watch a bet award in a heartbeat over this oh, shit my favorite award show of the year because they care about me and my people yeah i watch the bet hip-hop awards over this shit i don't care like at least there we're being recognized our culture is being appreciated and you know um and not and, and honestly not to the exclusion of white people to be quite honest uh we even celebrate white achievement at the bet awards like right because if somebody is dope enough that black people are feeling them they will get mentioned right because one thing about black people we have to include white people don't have to include if they don't want to yeah yeah i mean i won't even say we have to because we really don't have to include on our award shows but i feel like we are gracious enough to do it even though we don't have to because i mean shit i know shit matter of fact i know we don't have to there's been plenty of times where it's like um yeah we're not gonna have fucking Iggy Azalea, you know uh here no we won't yeah you know macklemore's not here no he's not yeah mac miller's not here Mm-mm. so it's not so it's not even like oh we have to include them we don't have to do shit we're gracious enough to be like all right mike miller you want to get in the, in the cypher you know you got you got a top 10 selling album this year you know go ahead hop on in you know eminem you want to be here cool you 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 got retired talent and respect for our culture you can be here yeah we got to respect you yes so I, yeah. yeah i agree white but but i feel like white people um you know in mass are just kind of like blind to blackness in general and definitely blind to black achievement and like i said about that fucking patricia arquette speech all well and good um when people are talking about progress but she's still under the fucking impression that nobody's done enough for white women it's time for you to start fighting for us was her words you know what i mean like what does that fucking mean right um and 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 people are comfortable with that kind of rhetoric but they're not comfortable once you bring in race once you bring in race and say hey racially we have issues well hey i don't know if you noticed but noticing racial issues is the new you're being a racist right so now now viola davis is a racist okay 
um but for the record she wasn't the only person to be recognized or to win uh she became the first black woman with the outstanding lead actress uh in a drama series um positioning her among a handful of african-american entertainers who ruled the evening uh uza aduba i hope i pronounced that right of orange is the new black uh regina king who won an award for her role as a muslim woman in the abc series american crime the ceremony honored black women in an unprecedented way and fans around the world erupted in celebration uh evocative analysis of 1.2 million tweets about the emmy awards posted since sunday revealed that davis was the most discussed celebrity of the night and the social on the social media platform uza adoba regina king taraji p henson and carrie washington also ranked in the top 15 posts using hashtags including hashtag black excellence and black girl magic skyrocketed with the latter garnering over 7,000 mentions and tweets about the emmys fans were particularly excited about the way taraji p henson who was nominated for outstanding lead actress celebrated davis's win yes. fans yeah because a lot of times people get scared that that's going to split the kind of vote somehow even though they don't really do the same type of show remotely no, and, they, they and but they were just scared they was going to be like well if you nominate two black people then one of the black people get half the vote one of the black then neither one can win um because that's typically how it goes on these shows um but uh they both celebrated the win which was dope as fuck you know like they just had a moment <laughs> it was just like girl we did it it right. didn't matter and who we, got up there right we and, did it and, and that and and just the 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 look and the expression on her face was like you won we won girl you know it was like it i can't explain it is it's and i guess for me particularly being a black woman i love to see black women succeed i love to see us excel i love to see us do great i love to see us be great uh on on platforms that uh are predominantly white because we can but a lot of times we don't get the opportunity and also a lot of times we can't be average and that is one thing that really frustrates me like we can't be average we have to excel at shit in order to be acknowledged for our hard work and and if it's one thing i've learned about watching serena is very insulting when it comes to certain things like your intelligence and your hard work don't get you there everything else mm-hmm. but that gets you to your position yeah it's interesting too because um in a lot of ways you know i saw black men celebrating too which is good you know what i mean which was cool because so many times it feels like there's these fake ass gender not fake i shouldn't say fake it, they're very real yes, but there's these are. like gender wars that go on on social media where you're just like yo man how like who raised you who right like who was around you like whose fucking wound did you who come out of you? that you have all this fucking hatred in your heart and it was cool to see people relax that shit for a night and just get with the party because it was dope man it was an achievement it was a milestone it was a landmark more importantly it was recognized as such by the award recipient which is you know one of the reasons i fucking love viola davis is because of that you know and i also love that she gave a lot of tribute to the peep other women that were there and the creators like shonda rhimes who made it possible so no matter how you feel about her shows if there was no shonda rhimes there would be no viola davis in this in this tv series right. on abc on national tv so fuck you matt damon because that's why you need black people that come up with the concepts and write the script sometimes because 
regardless of how you feel about it white people can't always see and know every fucking thing and what's best about characters and their roles and how uh race affects their lives the way that she can there's no sicily tyson episode of 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 how to get away with murder if there's no if fucking matt damon's at the helm it's impossible so it was kind of dope to see you know this come you know because this is a lot of work this is not one person's achievement this is everybody's achievement um so I, I i thought it was cool and i you know i loved that it was recognized and i love that people were supporting it um and yeah that taraji p henson hug just meant everything you mm. know because it really her face really was like we both won and i didn't see any right. of the other nominees hop up there because like they was mm. like we know it's not our moment um so um you know that was that was pretty cool um of course like i said it's fucking with black people <sighs> because nancy lee grand i've never heard of in my motherfucking life mm-hmm. who apparently is a soap opera actress uh she acted on general hospital um think of the the main actresses that you consider on general hospital and you might you know that you might recognize she's none of them uh she seemed yeah she went on twitter to express dissatisfaction with the how to get away with murder star calling for more diversity in hollywood on sunday night yeah it's amazing how a lot of white people think they could tell you about how you feel about some shit i wish i loved viola davis's speech but i thought she should have let shonda rhimes write it hashtag emmys that that's the 100 that's back to what i was saying before about your intelligence like she's not intelligent enough to come with her own fucking speech so you act like because shonda rhimes wrote her character like this and she won she's not intelligent enough to come up with this on her own and that's back to what i was said before about your intelligence you can't get it on your merit alone your merit alone is never enough i'm sorry that right there made me hot yeah you just called a hundred like it was uno um uh in a follow-up reply to someone that who noticed shonda Rhimes tweeted out about loving davis's speech grand wrote i think she's the bee's knees but she's elite of tv performers brilliant as she is she has never been discriminated against what yeah viola davis has never been discriminated against ever wow and who are you to determine this Mm-hmm who and and that's the thing who that's the thing it's like uh i also love that it's oh you're so excellent at what you do you've never been discriminated against right bitch the fact that i gotta be excellent right the fact that i gotta be excellent to get the shine that i deserve right while your mediocre ass sitting up here acting like someone care about your motherfucking opinion if you ever if you ever right and 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 that's my whole fucking point about being a black woman you can't be goddamn average to be acknowledged for your work you've got to excel you got to exceed you got to you got to be the smartest fucking person in the room and you still might get half the goddamn pay and that's the problem right because you telling me viola davis dark skin you know natural hair natural hair you know uh thick Mm -mm -mm. oh i'm sorry uh but you you telling me with them full lips 
that luscious smooth dark chocolate skin she's never faced discrimination Discrimination. what do you think i'm picking all the casting no that's not how it works bunch of white people being like ah we don't see this as a race role and then just don't even give her a shot i guarantee it viola davis won the lead actress emmy's historic my upset is acting awards don't fix racial injustice as an actor i see how irrelevant we are no that is not how you started this that's not how you started this like she's trying to fix it on the hindsight but that's not no no you said what you meant right and right. when and i guarantee i don't even know her twitter history but i guarantee when patricia arquette said that shit she was co-signing it mm-hmm. she was co-signing that yes all women need to have equality <clears throat> i never meant me to diminish her accomplishment i wish i could get her roles so now you want to take the limited of roles available to black women roles that you can't play the role was written for by black right women, right right yeah yeah black woman she, right? she's acknowledging that she's saying i wish i could get even those roles i want the black roles too why would hollywood let black people have some roles written directly for them as if every other role is it assumed to be white and less proven opposite right right i wish i could get her role she is a goddess i want equality for all women not just actors after that she posted several apology uh, tweets including i apologize to anyone who i offended i'm women advocate since i became one after reading responses i hear you and my tweet was badly phrased Mm-mm. you mm. meant what you said schooled as surrogate to black to last democratic presidents i thought i needed to know i thought i needed no lesson in equality i was wrong please accept my apology i apologize for my earlier tweets and now realize i need to check my own privilege my intention was not to take this historic and important moment from viola davis or other women of color but i realized my intention does not matter here because this is what i ended up doing i learned a lot today i mean tonight i admit that there are still some things i don't understand but i'm trying to and will let this be a learning experience for me here's the problem with that right after that she kept talking probably should have listen what you should have did right then it stopped turn your phone off right and stop talking or delete the twitter app or put your phone in the shower turn it on and walk the fuck away and come back in a couple months and you'll be okay right couldn't help it 3 a.m tried to respond to you with love as i should gotten mostly condescension and vitriol tomorrow new day won't begin it with anything but love 30 years an advocate for human rights and now i'm a racist color me heartbroken twitter can bring out the best and sadly tonight the worst in all of us um yeah she also said that she wouldn't march with us but hold on it's i'm I'm finding them tweets too um wow yeah Mm -hmm. but you're not racist right so you heard the speech that was given and then you heard her take now here's some of the speech some of the tweets she deleted I, i think she deleted even more since then i'm a fucking actress for 40 years none of us get respect or opportunity we deserve emmy's not a venue for racial opportunity all women belittled so how dare you talk about some something specific to just black women you are responsible to talk about my cause first and our cause because that's the unifying cause whatever white women are going through mm-hmm. not your specific intersection of oppression that comes from race and gender just gender that's what you are supposed to be do uh she also said harriet tubman not equivalent to great roles viola davis hired to play she's made millions it's an unfair comparison 
that's that whole you made so much money so what do you know about oppression why by being excellent yep um try being any woman in tv wish she brought every woman into the picture wish i wish i had opportunity to play the role she gets yeah um she also said this one line about um (laughs) she said uh what was it uh that um that apparently um harriet tubman dug the underground railroad (laughs) not ironically she says uh what was it um where was it it was it was just this shit where it's just like what what the fuck are you talking about that the underground she was like ever since harry tubman was digging the was digging or something it's like you do realize the underground railroad was not a literal underground railroad it was not a subway that went from fucking Ah! south carolina south carolina to canada um so yeah i didn't grow up in jim crow era i knew no prejudice so sue me how dare you implicate me for what others did what so you said you didn't oh you didn't know any prejudice you just did something tonight motherfucker <laughs> oh my god um yeah i think she's deleted some of these because mm-hmm. she had to clean that shit up and yeah a lot of times um people in the places of privilege come on social media and sometimes they don't really know how social media works and a lot of them are places where they constantly get praised for everything they do and then you know black folks find out about you and be like hey what you said ain't right and they don't know how to handle it and all of a sudden and then she pulls the i'm so why y'all so mad at me right like what you said was not problematic right people like why don't y'all just educate her oh they get she got educated tonight Mm mm-hmm so uh take that but yeah even yeah but i guess she deleted the one where she said something about um like i would have marched with y'all but but now i want or some shit it's like so you'll know never ever ever having picked up a motherfucking sign and march ass talking about the marches you would have been at bitch it's already time to be marching if you were gonna be marching you had 40 years to get to marching now you want to pull out this i'm not gonna help y'all you were no helping anyway you were just standing in the motherfucking way right but you expect us to pick up signs and march for your cause though yeah Yep. yeah the marching only goes one way the brown people picking up the signs the marching never goes by you picking up a sign ever so i thought she tried it so a uh, hundred karen um so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah a hundred for her what a fucking idiot <sighs> these white people that show up to just tell you that there is no racism and, and then never the talk up. about race any other fucking time of their lives i guarantee you go through all her fucking tweets she ain't got a goddamn thing to say about it but oh okay okay all right cool now you want now you got something to say and and the something to say is why y'all talking about race man if you don't get the fuck out of my face um oh three uh two more people were arrested in that black lives matter hoax that we talked about yesterday with that man with that man two additional suspects were connected to the false report that allegedly made was allegedly made regarding the vandalized truck for earlier this month uh false report to a police officer um the two suspects are his wife and son arrest them all (laughs) this motherfucker got his whole family arrested with this bullshit and he raised five thousand dollars off of that by the way Mm mm-hmm 
blaming black lives matter activists so he probably was gonna get him a new paint coat and all kinds of shit out of that uh so yeah still a hundred for him Mm -hmm. yesterday Mm -hmm. all right um let's do ball alert uh where's my five star oh i'm looking for a five star being talked about Got it, here go 12 bars. Gucci man got nine cars. We don't call them down no more. Oh, now we call them five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new L6. The hell fix might even wear it. And the way she gave it to me, best money I ever spent. I ain't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thubby, your girl is a sussy. She love me, now she love you, not now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call her Gucci girl to beat me. And we can find a five-star hotel, we can meet me. Five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch, that's a five-star bitch. If you credit your high, keep your nails stay fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head something fine, now you a five-star. All right, here are your choices. <laughs> <clears throat> number one Cooper tells my first night with Hakeem Warwick number two Cooper tells young Berg took me back to his suite and we number three baller male wags star wait wags stars husband is creeping on Instagram number four Tony Rock's groupie story and number five Cooper tells Charlemagne the god is a mod fuck Oh, tally them votes. Bitch, you a five-star bitch. You a five-star bitch. You a five-star bitch. I need 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 a five-star bitch. It's your boy, yo, got it. You ready, they shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. And it's the remix. Say we're still out here looking for a five-star chick. With the catcher, I'm a blesser with a five-star kick. She a natural-born hustler. She ain't chasing no suckers. Only mess a real nigga. She ain't never fucked the buses, so your car's in the jury. And she really don't excite it. All your hating ass hoes in the club won't fight her. She was born in the eight with the school in DC. Number five. Move to Tennessee. Number five, it is. That's Group of Tell Charlemagne. The God is a mind fuck. Um, man. Let's see what's going on with this. I, I like it. This is that. They had that one about. The, the girl who works with them as well so uh maybe angela yee i think oh, was like, i was her, i was a sex slave was that one oh lord so, sounded real made up <laughs> so maybe they were going back and forth making shit up on each other all right here ah! we go. who would have guessed we would get a groupie tell on none other than the breakfast club's most loved slash hated depending on who you ask co-host Charlemagne the god we couldn't pass up the opportunity to post this one. Read it below. Disclaimer, group of tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot find 100% accuracy of any story posted. Want to submit your story? Email 118 at com. I have a wild night story to tell I had way back when I used to dance at the Gentleman's Club. Charlemagne was always a bad boy, and this was way before Breakfast Club days. I'm talking early 2000s. On one night, 
I was dancing and feeling very tipsy and sensual. It was my birthday. I had just entered a relationship with my now ex-fiance, and I really wanted to take all the frustrations out on some dick. Oh. Into Charlemagne and his group of friends, which was a party of four or five. Now, at the time, I'm five nine with heels, caramel skin, and extremely stacked. I have big tits, big ass, thick thighs, ah! and the whole nine. As me and my coworkers go over to his section, I walk past him to make sure he sees me. And he grabs me by my waist and lets me know I shouldn't be here and that I should have a man helping me help myself grow. Not only spiritually, but professionally, career-wise as well. Ah! I thought this was adorable. Then he had a mischievous look on his face and smacked my thigh and told me a man should be handling this too. I got very wet. As he just fucked my mind. Now I want to fuck him. Bad. So I danced for him as I, as if I was already fucking him, switching in different positions, letting him rub my pussy and feel what he could, wait, and feel what he could, I guess, what he could be fucking tonight with no problems. I did feel his dick ravishingly ravishingly bulging really really okay (laughs) i did feel his dick ravishingly bulging through his jeans and he has a nice size dick way bigger than what he tells the world see Charlemagne is a mind fuck who undersells and over delivers i straddled him as if i was riding him and moaning like crazy in his ear he took one dollar bills and kept smacking my ass hard as fuck one dollar bills and smacking my ass hard as fuck which made me pop my pussy then he would rub the dollar bills on my pussy he saw a little wet wet on a few bills and looked at me again with this sexy ass stern christian grace gel he does oh lord i told him that could be his dick that's wet when i'm done working and i gave him my number Oh, you're going to have to throw some more than some um, Benjamin Franklin's at me. Fast forward to when I got off. Since it sounds she already got off anyway. Ah! Fast forward to when I got off. Since his friend Sunshine told me his sex game is turnt. I was smiling when he replied to where I could meet him to fuck. As soon as I came through the door, he he told me to dance for him like I did in the club. And he was in his underwear. So I danced for him, this time dropping my face in his crotch and pulling him out to inhale all of him in my mouth. I must have done a good job because he said, stand up, boo. I got to have some of that pussy now. To my surprise, he threw me on the bed, one leg in the air, the other leg between his legs, and he fucked me deep, strong strokes for about 15 minutes, then picks me up. I never thought he was strong like that. And lifted me up and down his dick. Then lowered me a little bit and fucked me hard and fast. I came twice from that. So then he grabbed me by my curly hair and told me I need to cool down. And we walked to the bathroom to get into the shower together. Wait, was it a cold shower? How did it get cool in the shower? I don't know. Once we got in there, this man took the shower head, put it on my clit, and ate my pussy like it was his last meal. Ah, that's the last supper. 
the way he tongue kissed my pussy in and out of me then smack my wait in and out off wait in and out off me of me i'm assuming that's of tongue kiss my pussy in and out of me then okay all right the way he tongue kissed my pussy in and out of me and then smacked my pussy and told me i bet not come without asking for his permission or else i'm getting dick down sent me through the mother freaking roof of course i came because i love to be told what the fuck to do so then he turns the cold water on and the shower head is still on my clit and told me i need to cool down again also i'm assuming the water was cold i guess both of us soaking wet still mind you in that cold ass shower i know this don't sound sexy at all be up in that bitch freezing right your dick done drawn up your balls done shriveled it's cold in there he picks me up on the bed lays me down and fucks my brains out for 10 more minutes now my drunk and horny ass told him i loved him like he's my ex-fiance and i told him to put the baby batter on my face don't judge me it was my b-day <laughs> ah! he did as i requested them told me don't wipe it off boo let it dry and peel off uh... i laughed out my damn mind and instead one upped him being a smart mouth jackass and once again don't judge this is charlamagne here i wiped it off my face and swallowed his baby batter oh, oh. i tried to kiss him but he said no but, of course but let me suck him again and clean his balls with my tongue after we finished we both jumped in the shower to get clean. What Charlemagne says, he needs to call his girlfriend where I got jealous due to what he just let me experience. I yell out, you have a girl? And he says, I'm in a committed relationship, but my dick is single. He then smacks my ass and says, finish your shower, boo. We both left the hotel and he never contacted me again. I would send a happy, a happy holidays, a happy B-Day text to which he'd reply. I enjoyed it though i would do it again i mean what woman wouldn't want a real man's man who is clearly an alpha leader and so real (coughs) commentary toya johnson says i don't believe it he's all sorts of ugly but she said she was drunk right you'd have to be drunk to want to lay with this gorilla looking ass i can't i can't stand him he's so ignorant and unnecessarily rude i hate listening to the breakfast club at times because he won't shut up i also believe he's a little down low as well what straight man openly talks about penises and eating ass i mean if they're reading the ball alert i mean anyway uh (laughs) v says lol at toya i totally believe c puts it down in the bedroom because he's fugly and talks a lot of ish he has to have something going for him i really don't like him though but good for old girl lol good d is good no matter who what is slanging it (laughs) that what though that was cold toya johnson said he said it never happened lol they was just talking about it now kd says i love ctg but he has the looks only a mother could love god damn i'm assuming that means shout out to god yeah yeah nala says yes i believe it shell Israel says yeah right 
chaco says this mini is a fool for exposing her thoughtish ways i cried when she said after she licked his baby batter laughed my ass off she tried to kiss him and he said no damn ah khalil cleo says he would not grab nobody like that at the club she lied but Charlemagne is starting to look cute to me sandy cheek says lies all lies five exclamation points so luscious says lol at this whole story that's it for ball alert today Go ahead and face it, Gucci fake, Louis shorter, that'll make your face. It ain't a five star, 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 bitch. Cause I ain't that other bitch. She be struggling for hers from the womb, I be rich. I ain't trying to talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the proof, man. These hoes doing shows in a recession. They cars get declined, now they suffering a depression. Why you spending meals, signing all kinds of deals? I'm a five-star bitch, eating five-star meals. My whole lifestyle, like coming to America. All my family, on my bag, how I carry up. Working through the airport like I'm in a parade on my hologram. Logging on the E-Trade. All right, uh, I did promise you guys I was going to do this yesterday, so uh, let me go ahead and play it. These are the porn parody trailers that I recorded. Oh. And uh they are hilarious. Think you guys will enjoy it. Um uh, wait, why is my volume low? Let me get the volume back up. Um let's see. Is the volume muted or something? Oh, okay, here we go. We got some So they can't do the full like why so they did a like really like developmentally challenged version where it's just like where it's just like and the beat doesn't quite have you know the same beat they even added a laugh track to to the to the porn and just uh, all the instrumental parts just imagine a bunch of fat asses and fucking that's pretty much what it was <laughs> oh my goodness Tommy and Cole look at you oh yeah they dressed him up as Shanene mm-hmm. which you know means there's a segment where the main porn star is dressed as a girl but obviously they didn't fuck because you know it's not gay porn so right you know what I mean it's like we hum- we we a little too homophobic for that but it, it's in there <laughs> Also, the Martin actor has a prosthetic ears and hair. So and they pointing up in the air. I remember that. So it doesn't even look right. No, it, it doesn't even look like dumb. Martin. Don't 
Tommy Cole, is that you? Oh, you just hallucinating, baby. Go back to bed. Oh, hell no. Who made my son think like this? like the martin theme song just missing one chromosome yes it's, it's, it's not quite right right it's like you it's like if you put your martin tape in the vcr and it melted and then you try to play it anyway <laughs> right yo what's that so this one this one is roots <laughs> okay daddy when are you gonna buy my horse what kind of horse you want darling i want a big black stallion with big muscles i heard that black men have monster cocks you heard right uh, a lot of white women asking black dudes about their dicks is what's going on here. So they got some BBC all in this theater. All in it. <laughs> oh! All right, white, let me down. Boy. Get up, boy. That, that's, that's the master beating up one of the slaves, and then the slave gets up and beats up the master. Get the master, the they said they were gonna get the master's daughter tonight. I think they're talking about you two. Really? really? What, what time? time? Did they even watch Roots? No, they mm-hmm. don't matter. None of this is how it happened. Mm-hmm. I saw you fucking my mom. I want to get some. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, dummy? Who is this? Get back to work. How you got a whole trailer about roots and not one person said the n-word yet? Uh-huh. My beautiful wife. Come and help me. Once she went black, she ain't never going back. (laughs) 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 Okay, so this is Barbershop, okay? now here's the thing barbershop doesn't have a theme song no so they took marvin gaye's uh that mercy mercy me song that uh um and then they just like remixed it with the barbershop I, like you'll hear it, you'll hear 
that what's going on the barbershop <laughs> porn remix that trim trim they say that trim is what's going on karen Me and my girls cut more than hair. We shake our ass a lot. Yes! At the barbershop. Why did they go get an actual, like, impress, like, Marvin Gaye impersonator? I don't know. I mean, it's almost too good to be. It's almost, it's, it's like right off of being it. they singing their hearts out though i don't know they singing hard like this took more than one take in you the studio it. this for real you know it did i got all my Why isn't his family suing for this money? Of course, we all know this classic. <laughs> why Marvin Gaye family ain't suing for that last song? They, they don't know saying. about it. That's they, don't, why. they don't know about mm-hmm. it. Okay. trying to fuck somebody oh my god This ain't good time. That's dynamite. Dynamite. Don't want to get sued. (laughs) This is different strokes. Ah! This the this ain't the different strokes reunion. So they actually get into like arnold as a security guard uh fighting people willis is on drugs uh oh no yeah yeah it's it's dark like at one point arnold fucks um mrs uh oh what is her fucking name uh whatever that old white lady on the show was he fucks her like that's part of the scenes Short, but his cock is three feet. Her brother's home too. 
is <laughs> and by the way it's uh it's still more realistic than straight out of Compton. Now it's nine, not different strokes. Oh, I thought it said nine different strokes. No, now it's not different strokes. Now it's not different strokes. <laughs> now it's not different strokes, boys and girls. <laughs> oh Lord, I hope the kids ain't watching. Say what, Karen? I hope the kids ain't watching. I hope they not either. Mrs. Garrett, is that who he was fucking? Anyway, I, I think that's right. Okay. Hit that pussy for behind. Why did he shit? Did he say smelling that dick and make it shine? Oh yep, they did. the Chappelle show ah! it says the chapel show chapel show and they have Mark Anthony as Chappelle and anybody that respects comedy knows how fucking hard it is to be funny and do stand up and then you pick a legendary comic like Dave Chappelle and it's every bit and they're just doing bits off of the sketch show but with fucking in them and none of them are funny but you can you can probably kind of hear for yourself yes sir let's do it (laughs) you know because he always does let's start the show (laughs) they had to change it (laughs) yes sir let's do it so you know little john that set that the skit where he's okay. getting he's at the doctor mm-hmm. yeah they did that one which is also funny because tt boy who's a latino dude who's responsible for um all the black street hookers and asian street hookers and uh many other kinds of street hookers and um uh all these videos he is the he plays the straight man as the white guy in all these trailers which is funny he plays joe rogan and then he plays a doctor in this scene and you're like he's not even white what what james is one of the best r&b singers ever i'm slick james they couldn't even go with rick james they had to go with slick james not to be confused. Prettiest motherfuckers ever walked the earth. Okay, this is called lunch and jokes. Raw chicken feet. A steel penis. Dolphin penis. Now this is the scene where uh Tyrone Biggles is creating in the uh is competing in uh what was Joe Fear Factor? And so they were telling him he has to eat like fried pickle feet or some shit. 
so like they really did have like he gets into character mark anthony dresses up as tyrone and talks like tyrone I got that rock you always had your eyes. Just muddy ass boots across the floor. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Fuck your couch, You ever been wet? You just spoke PCP, bitch. <laughs> like, who wants to pay to see rip-offs of Dave Chappelle's skits which are already parody in themselves right? and it's not even as well done nope like how do you even jack off to this I mean I'm not gonna get it to find out I don't wanna know nah I hadn't seen this one oh you take recreational drugs what would you consider drugs does Wendell have a choke bang bang Survive new cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have never gave me niggas money. <laughs> oh shit. That that would just end it. I don't know. This is the last one. And this is called can't be severed the sun all right this one might be my favorite right. and they really do dress up in, cons- in costume and look like grady like they got the fake gray beard and all that shit I get all the I lost both of my friends today. I fucked Rollo's sister. What do you fuck my sister, man? And Julio's little sister. You love my sister? Lamont don't love no hoes. <laughs> Lamont don't love no hoes. Lamont don't love no hoes. What version of the. What is this? <laughs> he, he fucked Rollo and Julio's sister. I'm not cool. Big one. I'm coming to join you, man. Oh, and my favorite part of this, Julian St. Jocks is uh is Red Fox. So he's like and he is the nigga that everybody in porn grew up with that was like, why is this old man fucking these people in this black porn? Right. Like this old man, why does he keep being in these scenes right. with these women? Like twenty years. Yeah, he's horrible. <laughs> he's too old. <laughs> yeah, he won he won a few people that can get his dick up at the drop of a hat. And now he finally got the role he was fucking meant to play. Right. Fred Sanford. Don't love no my son is in love with They're not next to the Puerto Rican. It's the same thing in the big dummy. I mean, the brass. The basketball is my people's sport. Yes, sir. Who left the gorilla cage open at the zoo? What? Who left the gorilla cage open at the zoo? What? 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 What?
i can't believe you guys listen to this show um uh you know what man i think that's it yeah <laughs> about, guess the race. right about to say that was enough racism in there for you people for tonight <laughs> i would do guess the race tomorrow, tomorrow yeah oh uh, and then uh, of course we still have to do and stay vigilant about this Wisconsin man is accused of beheading his own mama with a sword. Oh well, damn! A Wisconsin man is accused of beheading his 68-year-old mother with a sword using a four-foot blade. Uh, police say Matthew Skaliski, 40, killed his mother Jane Skaliski after she dropped him off at the townhouse at his townhouse in Sun Prairie, about 13 miles northeast of Madison. He had spent the night at his parents' home nearby and had breakfast with them that morning, according to a warrant. Uh, his son seen uh the father told his son told him that officers that his son seemed anxious and agitated at breakfast at around eleven thirty a.m said he wanted to return to the townhouse jane offered him a drive to drive him there and the two soon left together at the townhouse matthew's roommate told police he saw the two arrive and go upstairs about 10 to 15 minutes later his roommate said he heard some stomping noises and quickly went upstairs halfway up the roommate said he heard jane scream no 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 according to the warrant when the roommate got upstairs, he saw Skalisky holding the sword, standing over his mother's body on the floor. The roommate said Jane had been decapitated with injuries to her hands as well. The roommate said he approached Matthew, who quietly gave up the sword and let his roommate lead him like a child down the stairs to a couch where he was told to sit while the roommate went outside to call 911. He was taken into custody without incident. Wow, what was this? What a, he just had an episode. Mm-hmm. Skelissi in an interview with police said the son had recently stopped t- taking his prescribed medications after reading negative comments about the drugs online but had resumed taking them two days before the killing jay retired after 30 year career as a special education teacher at son prairie uh school district and was described by friends and colleagues as a tireless advocate for her students and caring friend there you go man that is crazy oh wait that's literally that dude was crazy uh but yeah man he had an episode and had a sword in the house Mm -hmm. and killed his mama because that makes sense if you have a sword and we don't have any regulations about who can have one uh we'll be back tomorrow um and uh yeah that's it we'll just be back tomorrow so we'll see y'all then uh until then i love you i love you too